Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast this Thursday. You're listening to a message from the Poimano, bringing you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. To be a successful minister, you need a combination of building and fighting to go far in your service to God. Even though fighting and building are two opposites, today Bishop Dag will walk you through the mystery of fighting and building at the same time and the importance of striking the balance between the two in order to do well. Bishop Dag in this message takes a closer look at Jesus and Nehemiah as examples of ministers who were able to achieve much for the kingdom of God despite opposition they faced. Are you facing opposition? Don't worry, encouragement is on the way. So sit back and soak in this word because you will rise up and fight any opposition to build what God has called you to build. Let's hear the word. Thank you, Lord, for your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Turn with me to Nehemiah. And... um, Are you there? Nehemiah chapter 4. And um, we're going to read from verse 7. Let's all stand, please, for the reading of the scriptures. And verse 7 together. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up, that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wrath and conspired all of them together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Amen. Amen. Alright, verse 9. Nevertheless, and set a watch against them day and night because of them. Is that not so? And Judah said, And our adversary said, They shall not know, neither shall they see, till we come in the midst and cause the work to cease. Verse 13. Therefore set I in the lower places behind the wall, I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles, to the rulers, and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. And it came to pass, when our enemies heard it, that it was known unto us, and God had brought their counsel to know that we return every, to the world, everyone unto his own. From that time forth, that the half of my servants wrought in the work 
and the other half of them held both the spears and shields and the bows and the habergeons, and the rulers were behind all the house of Judah. They which built on the wall, and they which buildings, and those that were laded, every one of his own hands wrought in the work, and with the other hand held a weapon. Let's read that verse again. And they that were burdens, and those that were laden, every one of his hands wrought in the work, and the other hand held a weapon. For the builders, everyone had his sword gathered by his side, and so builded. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the great opportunity once again to be in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Uh, I'll read verse 19. It says, And I said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, The work is great and large. We are separated upon the wall, one far from another. In what place thereof you hear the sound of the trumpet, Resort ye thither unto us, and our God shall fight for us. Amen. Amen. So we labored in the work, and half of them held the spears from the rising of the morning till the stars appeared. Likewise, at the same time, I said unto the people, Let everyone with his servant lodge within Jerusalem in the night they may be a guard unto us and labor on the day. So neither I nor my brethren nor my servants, nor the men of the guard which followed me, none of us put off our clothes, saving that everyone put them off for washing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, this um, little story here is the story of Nehemiah building. But it illustrates one of the great confusing uh, contexts from which builders must come. You see, that my message, if you like, short message tonight, you can call it building and fighting. You'll find out that most Builders, or if you are building in the house of the Lord, you sometimes wonder whether you are building or fighting. You know, are you listening to me? Because uh, there's weapons in one hand. Is that not what they said? They build it. Huh? They which build on the wall and they bear burdens and everyone with one of his hands wrought in the work and with the other hand held a weapon. So, sometimes you don't know whether the person is building or he's fighting. And you see the two are quite different. People who fight usually don't build things. Are you listening to me? Remember David, God told David, you know, you have fought, you still have so much blood on your hands. You know, the, the man of peace should come and build. Amen. Is that not so? If you look at Africa 
uh, you see, our conflicts and our wars are not allowing us to develop Amen. and to build. Yeah. Is that not so? Yes. We go to Sierra Leone, uh, this Liberia, since they had the war, I don't know if they have lights now. To build an electric station to generate electricity is a problem. You know, you need peace. Yeah. Because you may need an American company or Japanese company to come and build a dam. And if they are building the dam and you shoot them, or, you know, rebels come and take their things or rape them or kill them or whatever, no company would like to do that. And then also we need peace after the war yeah. so that they can pay back the loan that they took so that they can pay back the loan and then, you know, the, the company will be happy. But if after the, the finished building, rebels come and sit on the wall and say, we won't allow anybody to use it. Mercy. You find out that uh, the whole building becomes a beast. You understand? So building is usually done in the context of peace, safety, quiet. But when it comes to the work of God, there is going to be fighting and building because our enemy is no other than Satan himself the enemy of enemies huh? the adversary you know when you call somebody Satan it's like you are, you are, you are saying that he is like Satan but our enemy is not like Satan he is Satan That's right. himself That's right. and so to build anything hmm, in the church work the work of God there is going to be a combination of building and fighting all the time. One hand will be building, the other hand will be fighting. Sometimes when you see a pastor coming out there to preach, you don't know the context from which he is coming. Mm. He's Preach. often not coming from a context of peace. Yeah. Often. Uh, often. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, if you see the block that has been put there, you'll think that, oh, these people, they came and they got architects and they measured and they got up, they went to sleep in the morning, the contractors came and the workers came and they came and they held their blocks. And so you don't know that the, every block that has been laid was laid Mm. Eh? In an environment mm. of swords and spears, hey! drops of blood, drops of blood. <laughs> and in a context of war, yeah. that is yeah. how and where and hey! from whence hey! that thing was built. This is, this is oh, it. Yeah. That's the work of God. Preaching, building and fighting constantly. You see, today, I don't know how many stories I can tell you. But it depends on who I'm talking to. Do you understand? But the work of God is a work which involves adding on, building, increasing what already exists, adding something to it. But in the midst or the environment mm. of conflict. Mm. 
Jesus said, don't think I have come to bring peace. Hey! Don't think. You know, sometimes when I'm going to preach, it's something that occurs to me that me at all, when will I have peace? You know, one day somebody's wife asked her husband, you at all, when will you have peace? (laughs) When will there be peace around you? When will there be, you know, tranquility? There is no issue. There is no something. There is no tension. It's just peacefulness. You know, and the way preaching is, it's so powerful and it gives peace and it ministers to you. You look at it and say that he must, he must have a, he must live in a castle of peace and he dwells in paradise and he comes forth from paradise and he ministers the love and the joy and the peace out of his paradise where he dwells. <laughs> Mercy. But it's not so. It's not so. It's a constant tension-filled battle. Because when you're holding your sword, and, you're, and he, the last instruction he gave was that, if anything comes up, those of you on this side of the wall must sound an alarm so that we will come there to help you. So as you are building, there's tension. From today, never be worried that your life doesn't look peaceful when you are getting involved in the work of God. It's like you alone uh, it's like your whole life seems to bring up issues. You are tall. When? Why is your life not normal? Why is it not just simple and peaceful? And why don't it just go normally and smoothly? Why are you not normal? Your, your things you are doing seem to generate problems. Yeah. Conflict, issues are always around you. <laughs> Don't think that I came to bring peace. That's what Jesus said. Don't think that I came to bring peace. Don't think that I came to bring peace. Because the building is going to be side by side with fighting. All the way to the end. If you know my life, and you know my things you know that I never come to stand here having come from paradise or from the garden of Eden (laughs) sometimes you see the swords are on your left you wonder when you can pick a block and when can you even bend down to pick one block, when will you have the chance to pick your block? When the sun is here, the swords are around it. When can you pick your block and put it on? When will you get such an opportunity? You are tall. Tell somebody, you are tall. <laughs> When will things go smoothly for you? When? Eh? When will step two follow, followed by step three and four and just normal? Just normal. It's marvelous. There are times there have been so many swords and spears around that I almost decide that I won't pick the block. 
There are times that I don't feel like preaching because of the conflicts and the issues that I'm dealing with. From this to that to that to that to that. You see, you see, when the pastor comes to preach, you have the feeling that you know, he's been lying down, he's been sleeping somewhere. You get it? Meditate. <laughs> Drinking some juice. You get what I'm saying? And then he comes peacefully to come and add a block to another block that is already there. But it's only, I don't blame you because you are far. If you are near in the ministry, you will know that the building is side by side with fighting. Yeah. From today, don't worry. The issues. Me, my life has always generated issues. Always. <laughs> always. It's like, why? Always has always generated something. And you see, if you are the type who is using the peace as a measure of God's presence and God's approval, then you have to retire now. That's what I'm saying. So tonight you should take your mind off that. That if it is like there's going to be peace, do you understand? Then that is really the sign that God is with you. If that was the case, then Paul was not a pastor, a minister, Apostle Paul. He had a lot of problems. More than anybody here. He at all. What was wrong with him? Turn with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Now, God is going to shock you today with his word. Because it's, it's something that we don't often talk about. But you see, as you get deeper into God and into his work, what will happen is that more scriptures will become meaningful. You see, when you read the Bible, a lot of scriptures are not meaningful because you are not deep into God. That's why a lot of it doesn't have any meaning. But the more you get into it, more things will suddenly have meaning. Are you with me? Notice. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. Don't think. Don't have that thought. I came not to send peace, but a sword. You see, this is, this is, this is the paradox of Christianity. He's the prince of peace, but he's not bringing peace. Or he brings peace, but peace that passes understanding in your heart. The reason why it passes understanding is because with your understanding, you will never see peace. It has to be beyond understanding. With your thinking, there will be no peace. When you analyze it, there is no peace. But where is the peace? 
it passes understanding. So you as a as a person, why are you are you okay? So I'm very happy. I'm fine. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. So your thinking must not be a thought line of peace, peacefulness, peace. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. No, it's not going to be like that. For real builders and workers for God, even politicians don't, they don't build in peace. They have opposition all the time. Every step they take, somebody is saying they are thieves, they are this, they are that. It's not, in, it's not, they are not building in peace. And the church is similar. In fact, the church is the real thing. We build in the midst of conflicts all the time. Notice, I have come to bring a sword. Is that not so? For I am come to set a man at variance against his father. Notice, and the daughter against her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Mercy. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Wow, isn't it? And you see how we teach. Honor your father, honor your mother, this and that and all these things. You get it? But this is another side. Another side, you see, when I look at my life, you know I'm in the ministry. I'm in the ministry. My father was not somebody who, you see, it's, 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 it's two ways. My father did not want me to do what I'm doing. You understand? But I had to find a way of pleasing him up to a point. Then at a point, I'm on my own. But at a point... You are you otherwise you are you are not a normal person. Forty years old, say my little boy. Forty-year-old little boy, it's not it's not normal. They come here, this, get this. No, 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 no. Forty years old. And some people don't want to leave it. That you are moving into another kind of power. Which is not a spiritual, good spiritual power. So I, I have not done what my father wanted me to do at a point because Jesus didn't come to give just everything to be normal. You see, what we are doing is not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. I don't blame anybody who is not happy with what we are doing. I don't blame anybody because what we are doing is not normal. This is like, is it normal? It's not normal. Is it normal to leave your good job where you are earning whatever and come and earn less than what you were earning before? It's not normal. I sent somebody to a certain country. All his relatives came to the house crying. Yeah. A pastor. Who is going to look after us? Because he looks after all of them. And then in addition to that, the sister's husband or somebody died. So another burden came. All of them came to cry. How will you go? Yeah, yeah. You are tall. You are tall. When will you be normal? When will things be normal? 
You see, the fact that there is so much peace in your life, you are not correct. It's true. I say, for the 10 years that I've been serving, I've never had normal peace. And for these 10 years that I've been in full-time ministry, I've never had normal peace. I can tell you, you see, I remember one day I climbed this pulpit and I announced that I've been in the ministry full-time, I think, for 10 years. When I said I felt like a weather-beaten eagle. Beaten by the rain, beaten by storm, beaten by stones, beaten by all kinds of things. As I'm saying, I don't have a feeling of peace. I have a peace that passes understanding, but not other kind of peace. I'm telling you. Amen. Ministry is a wonderful thing. Amen. Especially if you want to build. And you see the devil is planning every kind of thing to bring problems, difficulties. One day, I was reading a book by Rick Joyner, either the final quest or the core. And in the book, he met an eagle. And he asked the eagle, where have you been? And the eagle was, a, was a spiritually a prophet. And the eagle said, I've been moving through the earth. He said, what have you been doing? He said, I've been mapping, trying to find what the enemy is planning. What he's planning against you. You see, as you see us here, the enemy is planning. He's analyzing us very intelligently. You see, the devil is very clever. He does not fight us with power. He fights us with deception. And he analyzes everybody carefully to see which area we can take you up. What will work in your case. That's that's when I see people who are going to get married. Already there's a lot of conflict and you are now going to marry a conflict. And the person you are going to marry is Mrs. Conflict Ding Dong. (laughs) And she is the one that you are going for in addition to your problems. The enemy is planning. This Bible says they conspired. We will go up to them and we will fight them and we will break whatever they are building. Don't think. And look at this. A father and his son. A mother and her daughter. A mother, which are these are the closer links, the closest links you can have. A mother-in-law and her daughter-in-law. And then Luke 1 brings it out even more succinctly. Luke 12, verse 49. I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I if it is already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized. And how am I straightened till it be accomplished? Verse 51. Suppose ye that I am come to bring peace on earth. Eh? I tell you nay. Verse 51. But rather division. Yes. Huh. 
Are you seeing what he's bringing? Division. Division. For from henceforth, there shall be five in one house divided. Three against two and two against three. Mercy. This is the Bible where I'm reading the words of Jesus directly in red. Three against two and two against three. In one house. This is the Prince of Peace at work. God is deep. Great is the mystery of godliness. It's mysterious. If you think you know everything about God, it is not so. That is why I try not to pass judgment on certain issues because there are probably some factors you don't know. Hold on. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, and the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother, and the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Conflict. Tension. Issues. Apache, do you have peace on UCC campus? Not at all. No, not at all. You generate hatred. Yeah. You actually generate hatred. People dislike you. Mm. People hate you. Mm. Mm? And then what happens is that people are divided in their opinions about me. Wow. Yeah. Me, for example, people are divided in Kolebu about in their opinions against. Some like me, some hate me. That's right. Three against two and two against three. Yeah. Something I'm doing a good work, mm. and something is just rubbish. Mm. Three against two, and two against three. That's right. <laughs> it's wonderful. Mm. From the time that I started in Christ, I decided. Are you listening? Yes. That I'm going a certain way. I became different from my family because all my family were going in one direction. And I was now a strange person in my family. Different life. Everybody is going swimming. I'm not going swimming. Everybody is going to this thing. I'm not going. Everybody is going to this party. I'm not going. Conflict. People have different opinions. I stayed with my uncle. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you go out? Be normal. I said, I don't enjoy these normalities. I don't want it. Why don't you go to a pub? Why don't you go and drink? Have something. What is wrong? I said, I don't want it. I remember out of obedience, I was forced to go to a pub. He said, you are going. You know that pub is like a drinking spot. England, that's what they call it, pub. I had, he said, he is going and you are going. Go with him. Go. You are going to. Yes, daddy. And I went like a lamb. When I got to the drinking uh, bar, we sat down. And then I think my cousin ordered whatever. I said, what to do? I said, cook. They went to look for the cook uh, to see if they could find the cook. My cook. 
I was there. I was quietly like a lamb. Is it over? Are we finished? You're all right. That is my first and last. As you say, I should go and socialize. I've gone to socialize. <laughs> Then they were having a party, a, a birthday party, and they had chosen to have the birthday party in a disco. Mm. And I said, I don't go to disco. Oh, you were gay. Mm. You are a different person here. <laughs> <laughs> you are tall. When will you be normal? I said, I won't go to disco. Mm. And they took me. They said, we are, the whole family is going. Everybody, mother, father, everybody, we are going. The party said because the boy wants to have his birthday party in the disco. Hey. So, like a lamb, I sat and we went there. What will you drink? Coca Cola. That's my first and last opportunity in a disco. I looked carefully to see what I was seeing. <laughs> Lights were flashing. Oh, I sat there quietly. First and last. <coughs> you will, you see, the fact that everybody likes you, you, you are not correct. You are not correct. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Everybody likes you. Everybody likes what you are doing. There's something wrong with you. I'm sure of that. Here was our Kolibu starting a church. Mm. Hmm? <laughs> it, it generates yeah. something. Why? Oh, how do you think? <sighs> Hatred. But we keep on. Because we are, Christ came not to bring peace, mm. but a sword. You see, it's a very mysterious thing because. At the same time, you are supposed to have a peaceful home, yeah. peaceful life, and live in peace and quietness. And at the same time, see that. So, so what God is trying to show is that there is some peace that will be taken away when you decide to follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Decide to have the conflict. If God is giving you some wars, accept them Hallelujah. and fight them. Hallelujah. Look at us in Kolegon. You don't have to look far. What have we been through? What have you survived? Mm. One day I was talking to a man of God and he was talking about some pastors. He said, there are some self-proclaimed <laughs> men of God. <laughs> Self-declared. And he, he said, but when the prince of Ghana visit them some few times they will run away from the ministry (laughs) when the prince of Ghana visits you then he said to me said people don't know what you have been to at that polygonal place I was quiet listening to him the ministry involves conflict and me. Hmm? Me. You can never, the higher you are going in God, the more you stir up things. 
you'll be surprised. Yeah. Which church has come to build a toilet? I don't even like going into all these things. toilets. Here we are. What has it stirred up? Three against two in Kolegono. Two against three. Exactly. May your life stir up the conflict that is supposed to stir up. And may it bring the peace that it's supposed to bring. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Edwin, the normal perfect life leads to just peace on every side. I want to be at peace with everybody. Not if you are really going to serve them. One day you may say, you want to marry this person. Say, why? Even that you want to marry can also bring a whole... Oh. Because you want to marry because you don't want to fornicate. Yeah. Bishop, yeah. is true. Yeah. Huh? You don't want to fornicate, so I want to marry. No. 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 No, it's not. It's too, too early. Too this. No, this that. I was watching a video of man of God. I was ordained to the ministry at the age of eighteen. By the time you are thirteen, fourteen, you are re- almost ready to give birth. Is it not true? Capable. You are capable. <laughs> eighteen years old. Nineteen, twenty. You see a man. 25 years old, 26, they'll say you shouldn't marry. Why, oh, why, superfly? Preach. Marry, then they'll say pregnancy first. Another senior is coming. Forgive, top 10. Top 10. of things are stirred up as you work for the Lord. Preach, preach. And I want to encourage you tonight. Preach, preach. Thank you. Don't be afraid Thank of the things that it seems your life is stirred. Controversy. Controversy. Your life is stirring up issues. Don't be worried. I am the most controversial man that you have ever seen. And I'm still moving on. Help me, Jesus. Bless me. All these missionaries that I've sent, what about if one of them goes to die there and come? What will I say? I'll bury him. <laughs> one day we went to the beach. Or is it a church? Is it us or a church went to a beach? Somebody drowned. I don't think. Not us. Yeah. Some years ago, not in Cape Coast, here, Accra. And how they faced the church as if the church went to put the person inside and drown. And then brought the person. People link everything with the church. That's one of the reasons why we stopped going to the beach. They will connect it to the church. Say, ah, the church has gone to drown the person. How can a church go and drown somebody? (laughs) Why would a government, a government, wake up and come and fight a church in college? If this church, when you are driving, you will not know there are people in the church. Mm. The way the church is, you will not know this place is here. It's been praise and worship, you don't hear it. It's marvelous. You come and you see a lot of people, you say, hey, I don't see these people when I'm coming. And yet a whole government, sometimes I just look and I marvel. I say, me, I have stood in my church and announced that me, I voted for NDC. 
and the same NBC will come and fight me and say, hey, it's marvelous. <laughs> That's why when I see all of them, whether it's hey, DDT or whatever, I say, oh, you are all the same people. I've seen one before. I've supported some before. I won't support anybody again. <laughs> when it suits them, they will come against you. If they want to arrest you, they will find something. So don't worry. That's all the Lord is saying to you tonight. Don't worry. If your whole life seems to be generating issues. But you should generate it for the right cause. Yeah. Not for foolishness. Yeah. For foolishness. You see, Satan has a way of confusing us. Sometimes foolishness causes problems. And then you say, God is using me to divide two and three. Oh. <laughs> Mercy. I'm not talking about foolishness. I'm talking about working for the Lord. Serving Jesus. Going all the way. Building something for God. Yes. It will stir up things. Why? 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 They prefer you to go and have your boyfriends and girlfriends and be whatever. But when you go to church and come in the evening, they will say, why? You're having an affair. Why? They would like you to go on a diet, but when you fast, they will say, why are you fasting? Yeah. Diet, they will say, this is good. When you fast, what are you doing? Don't be worried. As we get deeper, you see, when you are far from the battle, I read, I read once in Newsweek or West Africa magazine, he said when the war was coming to Liberia, was in Liberia, was coming to Monrovia, just outside 20 kilometers, 20 miles, he said that the discos, everything was working normally in Monrovia. They were just 20 miles away. You see, as you are further from the battle, your life looks very normal. <laughs> but if you come Preach, deeper Preach. in what I'm saying, it just happened like magic. Mm. You watch. Yeah. As you are, that's what I say. Do you know that war-torn countries they have very peaceful sections? Yeah. 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 Large sections are very peaceful. You, you never know that there's a war. Like Angola, for 20 years they've had a war. But the country goes on. Even me, I flew and I landed in Angola one day. I landed in Angola. I was looking at the beautiful hotels by the beach, Angola. Mm. Yeah. During the war. I have landed there during the war. <laughs> I saw the beaches and uh, the hotels. I said, wow. This is a war-torn area. There's no, I don't see no. Yes, we are far from the real war. <laughs> Officially and technically, the whole church is at war. But you are very far from the real world. That is why everything looks normal. But as you get deeper and higher, you get more intensely involved. There will be things that the enemy will throw against you. You fight even people's perceptions. I don't want to go into the battles. I don't want to go into all of it. I don't want to go into things tonight. I don't feel like it. If I want to go, it will be messy. It's chaka 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 chaka. That's how the battle is. Cha 
when you see blood and look these stones that you watch it they are not like real war see real war people's head i think the nearest form i've seen that is towards the war is uh, no saving private ryan this is the nearest towards a real war when you see the people dying really see their skin and as you get into it it comes hot but i want to welcome you you see when you get to heaven one day your rewards will be determined by your scars that's why when they challenged paul who he was he started to say the bad things he has been through i've been beaten i've swam i've this i've that shipwreck this those are the evidence of who he is in the joiner's book one of the he met an eagle who had some wounds and the, and the eagle said oh, they are special things that they keep they are like the stripes the wounds are covered with gold it's, 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 it's a sign of honor in the kingdom credentials where are your wounds what have you been through you are just enjoying the prosperity messages I see you with a car amen I see you with a come and let's fight I say come and let's fight let's fight with the enemy and let's build something as we fight with the enemy and as we build we will one day have our names written this name is happening live today your names are being recorded when you get involved if you read Nehemiah you wonder why everybody's name was written because every single person every small thing that you do God will reward you for it God remembers everything that you do so walk in your calling don't look for peace look for God if you're looking for God there is conflict no problem fight on Stand and having that's why the Bible says, Having done all to stand, stand so that when the things start, stand, don't fall. Stand for God. I said, Stand for God, Amen. stand for Christ, Amen. stand for what you believe. Amen. See, John the Baptist, he was in prison, sleeping, and they came, go, 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 go. open. He was at the center of the battle, so we need your head. They have come to cut off your head. You see Jesus Christ? You see how his, his ministry ended? They said, we are coming to kill you. The Bible said they tried to crucify him. They tried to kill him. He ran away. Tried to kill him until the, the day that they got him to crucify him. Hatred. There are times that I've seen hatred in people. And I can see that look, these people, like, if they get me, it will not be easy for me. Oh yeah. You can see the hate and feel the hatred. I want to call a lot of you. You are so far. You are miles from the war itself. Miles. Miles. Come. Come and let's fight with the enemy. Come and let's fight and let's build. Come and let's build for God. You are building for what? Build for God. Mm. Very soon. All that you are building will turn into smoke. Mm. Everything on this earth that you mm. build, that mm. is not from the Lord, will turn into smoke. Come and join. 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 
because there's a battle going on oh yes it doesn't sound like there's a battle going on in your life because you are so far come nearer come look do you know how to know you are near the front you hear the sound you hear the sound that the apparent peace that you are feeling will go it's yeah. some tension starts hey, to come. Hey. Some tension starts to build. Many times I've come to stand here. I don't even know how I'll preach. I don't even know how I'll preach. The swords around my legs and the spears in my stomach. And I'm supposed to lift blocks and be building. Because every time you preach, you are building. Sometimes I just I just I just laugh. Sometimes when I come to bed, I laugh to myself. I just laugh. I laugh. I just laugh at myself and I just laugh. I say, hmm, it's funny. The whole thing is funny to me. So when I was asking someone, I said, oh, you look very peaceful. Don't I look peaceful in my nice white shirt or whatever color it is? It's like some, I'm so composed. Everything works. There's no problem. Well rehearsed message. Everything is normal. It's beautiful. Paradise. No financial problems. And then if you see me driving my car, oh, this one there, the man is from paradise. I mean, the inner part of paradise. They enjoy what? And then they say, oh, it's necessary. You don't have an idea. You don't have an idea. The bleeding. Mm. And sometimes you'll be bleeding. You have to lift the blocks. Don't worry. When it seems that there is conflict. He says in the household. Household. You see, because when the enemy is taking you, take you from the leg. It's not profound. Just in the house. With him. They are with you. They are with your uncle. So as you are walking, people cannot see the spiritual blood that is flowing. The reason why you have peace is because you are far. But I want to welcome you to a higher job. Believe what I'm saying, Lord. If you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you you are dying, all my preaching, come alive. All my preaching come alive. to suddenly change. You want to feel the sickness first? To believe what I'm saying? Come nearer. You are so far. That's why you don't even hear the sound of when I'm talking about war. In the church, you don't understand what I'm, and I don't blame you, and that's why I won't even try to explain further, because the weapons of the enemy are complicated. Tezambros, Shemalada, complicated weapons, sophisticated. It's like the enemy is planning. It's like we conspired. Pastor Joe, there is a plan for you, only that you don't know about the plan. That's why you need to pray for grace for mercy and for your eyes to be open because you don't know there's a plan some of the plans are long term short term 
It's a long range plan. One day I, I saw a brother. The brother tends to get offended, hurt. When he gets hurt, he doesn't talk. But it was good enough for the enemy. Keep him. Let him have it. He should get hurt. He shouldn't talk like that. Till one day, the enemy got him on an issue where he would get hurt and he would not talk. And that was the, the kind of issue that it was before he realized he had been bombed out of the battle. Amen. Some of you, the devil is just, oh, it's, it's okay. You just be going slowly with everything like that. Till one day, and he used that thing and pick you out. He's telling you, Okomeza. He's looking at you closely, the enemy. So let's, let's look at everything about this guy. That is why the, your safety is by being close to the Lord. He's telling you. All of us have a weak play, place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I say all of us have a weak place. You may not know that you have a weak place, but I'm telling you. How many realize that you've got some weak spots? Oh, yeah. Huh? This is good. Everybody has a weak spot. I do. Even if you don't think you have a weak spot. Jesus said the spirit is willing. The flesh is what? The flesh is bad. The source of the weakness is in the flesh. Different things. A man's flesh and a woman's flesh. The women, your things are different things. A group of things. That come to women. And then a man's flesh, different things, another group. But it's there. It is there. That door. And it's studying you. Some of you say that you will not, I won't take you on now. You are too strong. Oh! I'll give you 10 years, 50 years. When you are 50 years old, I'll take you on that thing. Finish you. Mercy. Kill you with that thing. Mercy. 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 I said mercy. 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 <laughs> that is why God is always dealing with us about our character, our flesh, and do because that is the door. The door. Some of you, depression will kill you. Depression. Thinking. If you don't. Treat it. It will wipe you out one day. In a day, it will finish you. Some last. Another uh, one day. Air strikes. Mercy. I said mercy. But one of the wild tricks of the devil is when he uses your strength as your weakness. Oh. What people don't know is that what you are strong about is usually what you will be weak about. This is deep. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Usually what you are, you see, I'll give you an example. Many people have been very strong and very good. Lighthouses, I mean, we are so blessed with a lay ministry. It's a very good thing. Without the lay ministry, Lighthouse will not be Lighthouse. But the lay ministry can tend to the weakness. And the failure 
to move out of it when you need to move. That will become your end. The same thing. Maybe you are very strict about sin, about this, about that. Then that same strictness will just become pride and judgment. Judging other people. The same morality and whatever. Become pride and judgment. And you just open yourself up. Because suddenly the Bible says, judge not that ye be not. When you start that thing, then you are opening yourself up to be quenched. That's why it's better to just allow. Mercy. Like he said, me, I'm not marrying because I want to stay for God. That that same, that is very good. To that same strength, not to stay for God before I realize you are homosexual. So when the enemy talks, so you must also look at what you are stronger. Like you say, my strength is prayer. Suddenly, he can take you up on your strength, and so that now the fact that you pray so much and too much is now your weakness because now there's no time for the administration of the word or whatever. So, that whole prayer thing is now your weakness. What is this? Mercy. What is this? What shall we do? What shall we do? We shall stay close to the Lord. Yeah. Just have to, just Lord, I just want to be by you. I just want to be near you. I have watched in this church as our strengths have become our weakness. I've seen it. Something that we are strong and that is the very thing that turns into a weakness. Because you are so, it, it, you are so traditionally good at that. That you, you hold on to it when you shouldn't hold on to it. I remember one time, you know, one of the things I don't like debts. So one day, somebody came up for something and I said I'll pay and that, that day the, that same thing that I don't like that turned against me because when we paid we paid for one year and as soon as we paid after some few months the company that we paid was bankrupt and went off that was when I saw I, the Lord said have you seen <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you don't like that you don't owe anybody that thing has turned against you as a weakness because even though it's good, there are times that it is not good. You don't have to pay all in advance. It's wonderful. Mercy. <laughs> are you listening to me? Yeah. It's a complex battle. Complex. Very, 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 very complex battle. Very, very complex battle. You need, you need the grace and the wisdom. To stay in this battle. The households. Widers are there. How many have got some widers in your house? Two against three and three against two. Before you run then it's time to leave the block. All you want to do is to put a plaster on the what do you call it? If there's even a plaster. The leg is breaking. Huh? Sometimes you have to jump to avoid. Then you put one block. Weakness. Reading as you try. But rise up. 
let's fight whoever the devil employs against you and stimulates and stirs up against you the Lord will give you the upper hand one day I went to see Bishop Nikai when I was going I told him please pray for me do you know the first prayer he prayed for me <laughs> I really enjoy his prayers Listen, the first sentence he said Lord may there never be a crisis that he does not have the upper hand that was the first thing that came out of his mouth may there never be a crisis that he does not have the upper hand you see he's used to fighting so he said pray God the first thing that has come to us I said just pray for me it was quietly with him so just pray for me the first thing may there never be a crisis come on, that he does not have the upper hand in fact fighters prayer this is what we call the fighters prayer a warrior One day I told him that, uh, you know, the IRS people have come to investigate. They've come, they went, they've come back again. And, I, and he said, I said, I filled that form. They asked me, fill this form. He said, really? And he said, congratulations. I filled that form five times. <laughs> he lifted up his face and what have you been through? What have you survived? I said, fighter. He's been withered and he's building his chest. He hasn't been to school. They say you have not been to school. They say you are a cocaine smuggler. They say you are a thief. They say you are did everything. You are one. Hey. You are tall. You are tall. You have this. But you see, that is the environment from which real ministers at the front line come to minister and not know the problems that they are going through. Before they come to minister. One time, Pastor Alvarez he came to Ghana. He was preaching, you know. And then afterwards, you know, he realized that he was he was in some conflict in his country issues, and they were calling him. And he realized that he, as he was ministering, it was like he was not even at peace for the issues. The front line is not. That's why Pastor pray for us. Pray for us. Huh? The front line. One day I went to preach somewhere. I preached beautifully. The people were blessed. After I finished preaching, some people came to see the past. There are some political churches are very, some churches are very popular. When you finish with people will come and say it was good. Some will say it's not good. Some so that church was like that. Two against three. Three against two. These days, I know some of those churches. So when you invite me, I'll say, oh, you know. <laughs> when I came the next day to preach, Forgiveness. they said, I greeted them. I thought, ah, today the smile is not as <laughs> vibrant and bountiful as it was yesterday. These are people, I didn't even know them. Very big church. So, Oh, sit down. So I sat down and I was there. And somebody came in. Another person came and said, Yeah, we want to talk to you about something. I said, Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> I said, They dressed me down. 
what you call dressed down. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've gone to preach somewhere. They dressed me down and they said, You said this. Why should you say this? When you say this, this is what it means. You should know that this and that, and therefore this and that and that. Then the pastor's wife also came. You said, I beg you, I beg you, forgive me. They faced me, even when I apologized, they were still facing me. I've never preached. So when I went to preach, you see, my people who I was with, they didn't even know. But I just went coolly like that. I, I just wanted to go home, close my Bible and go. But I'm talking now, you say, weep, 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 weep. Continue building, please. Lift a block. Lift a block. That day, I saw somebody, the stomach was like eight months pregnant. In the service, the stomach vanished. In the, a big stomach, it vanished. The woman came far and came to receive her miracle. My God. Miracles were happening, the power preached. You not, you not have any idea. When, I, when we got home, I didn't even tell her. I just said, nobody knows. The context from which you are coming to do the work of God, wow. it's not a peaceful context. Wow. It's a conflict Jesus. zone. They were weapon in one hand, this thing on one hand, fighting and building. It's marvelous. Welcome. I welcome you to a higher place. Hmm? When the prince of Ghana visits you some few times, may you not run away from the battle and say, this place is too ugly, I'll go to the back. Thank you, Jesus, for a great opportunity. Let me read one verse. He said, brethren, we would not have you, don't bother, I'll read it to you. We would not have you ignorant of our troubles, which came to us in Asia. Listen, he said, we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch as we despaired even of life. He said, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead. Look at it, he said, I will not have you ignorant of our troubles, which came. We were pressed out of measure, beyond strength. We were pressured, like pressure, like pressure, like pressure, pressure, pressure. Pressure, pressure, we were pressed beyond strength. Jesus. In so much as we, 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 we didn't want to, I have heard pastors more, including myself, wanting to die. You just want to life to just end. That scripture we said the day of your death is better than your day of it's recently that I understood it by reality <laughs> revelations. <laughs> Some of you are small shepherd you won't do it. But I know one day when we get to heaven, our wounds, scars, troubles. Precious, all those things will work out for our glory. Paul said, Our light affliction is working for us an eternal weight of glory. I want to welcome you to join the builders. You see, that even in politics, 
there is pressure. They are building a road, but it's not easy for them. They have to fight elections and still build roads. <laughs> not a small thing. Yeah. May we build churches, even though things are not simple. Financially, you fight. You wonder. I mean, know that financially it is another senior zoo that comes. You come to church, I wonder why you don't have money. Eh? Mercy. Financial. Precious. Father, remember your children in the last battle. Stabilize their minds in the pressures and the pressings of the enemy and the readings and all the things that are pressurizing your children. Remember and save and deliver. Help. Lord, because we want to save you. Lord, some of us have been caught by the enemy. We are trapped. It's not easy. But we cry that you help. Receive the help of the Lord. And receive his blessings. Thank you, Jesus. For a great thing is best. Warriors. Don't be discouraged. Says the Spirit of the Lord. No, 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 no. You cannot run away. Because of a little pressure. It's not time to retreat. It's time to rise. It's time to fight. For you have said, no one knows what I'm going through. And that says the Lord, I know what you are going through. What you have been through and what you will go through. I know that you have not come out of peace, but out of division and out of war. But I will bless Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. It's worth it. 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 Keep fighting for my name. Keep building for my name. For a great blessing is determined. It's determined. It's determined for my fighters and for my builders. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. A great blessing is determined. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing. Lord, as we fight and as we build, remember your little ones, Lord. Lord, sow our wounds for us. Lord, plaster our sores. Lord, give us blood transfusion, Lord. I see God giving blood transfusion to all tired workers and tired builders. Yes, I know you have financial difficulties, but I, the Lord, shall strengthen you. It is part of your reward that you may fight in such an environment. Father, thank you for your great blessing and your healing that you have bestowed upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. 
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.